guys, welcome back to the Tokes Talks podcast, a podcast where we discuss topics surrounding business, relationships, and personal development. Happy Wednesday, happy hump day. I hope you guys are having an amazing week so far, and I hope you've had a chance to meditate on the words to live by for last week, which were pick a side and commit. Commitment is that is that difficult thing. But what I've really learned with regards to that this week is that the more I speak about what I want, and by speaking about it, I mean out loud, letting it be known, telling people my plans, of course, at the appropriate stages and times, it makes it a lot easier to stay committed. When we do things in secret, when we keep it in our head, when we hide things, there's not a lot of accountability, you know? And Telling someone something is not necessarily even accountability to them. It just kind of solidifies our accountability to ourselves because the moment you tell someone something that you're going to do and something that you have plans to do, now if you don't get it done, there's people expecting it and there's people that know it exists. And that can be all the motivation we need to really kick things into high gear and get them going. So I really hope that you guys were able to just look at the decisions you're making and dis- and pick a side, you know, just decide whether you want it now or you want it well and understanding what difference each of those makes and sticking to the one that you think would serve you best. And this week we will be talking about excitement and commitment. These two are friends, <laughs> but they're also They're also sometimes enemies, especially with regards to excitement being an enemy to commitment. I'll get more into what I'm saying because that can be a little confusing because it goes a lot of different ways. But what I have to say is that excitement and and commitment can both be considered fuels. And the question becomes, what fuel are you loading into your tank and Understanding that whatever fuel it is you're loading into your tank will determine how far you can go. So you need to ask yourself, how far do I want to go? And that's how we determine what fuel we load into our tanks. And as you guys know, because I'm sure most of you drive cars or have been driven in cars, so you understand the importance of fueling your tanks, right? And not just putting gas in your tank, but also putting the right gas in your tank. If your car requires diesel and you put some 87 in there, your car might move a couple of inches, but immediately it'll shut down because that's not what's made for, that's not what it's built for, and that's not what's required for the journey. And another way to look at the whole fuel analogy is just to think of you need gas to move, right? So if you if you want to go 400 kilometers and your tank can only hold 70, 70 kilometers worth of fuel and you have no intention to stop at like 65 or 60 to refuel, what's going to happen is that you're going to get to 70 and you're going to stop because you, you didn't have the proper assurances or the you didn't make the proper accommodations to ensure that you can make it to wherever it is that you actually want to go. So many of us are often so consumed with excitement in the beginning of a situation or any any situation at all. We get so consumed and wrapped up in the excitement and then we get hit with that confusion when we look back on how excited we were for something and then we realize that 
it didn't work out. We look back to the beginning and we're like, damn, that was so wonderful. It was so great. And then we look at where we are now and we're like, why did it stop? <laughs> why, why did it end? You know? And this is, this is where the fuel of excitement versus commitment really comes into place. So I'm going to start off with talking about what excitement is. Then I'm going to go into telling you guys what commitment looks like. And then I'm just going to give you for a simple four step program to move you from excitement into commitment. So first of all, starting off with excitement, I know that we all have been excited about things. And as I said, they fizzle out. <laughs> um, that idea that we have that we think is going to be so great, that that is going to be the one and we're so hyped about it and jazzed about it. That person that we meet that makes us feel so good, that makes us feel so hopeful, that makes us believe in love again, that makes us believe in people again, just that those wonderful feelings. Excitement is also that adrenaline of something being new, something being fresh. It can be anything, right? Like we get excited. I get excited when I buy the perfect pair of jeans and it fits so well and I can't wait to wear it out. Like something that's new, it's fresh, it's shiny, a new opportunity, something different. These are all things that can make us get so excited. You know, something that that just takes us away from our normalcy of life, that takes us away from the mundane that we're getting used to, an opportunity that is fresh. And because it's new, it's because it's something you've never experienced, we get that excitement. And excitement can also be considered the honeymoon phase, right? The honeymoon phase of a relationship, the honeymoon phase of a job, the honeymoon phase of the inception of an idea, the honeymoon phase of getting something new, like a new car, for example, right? Um, and the thing is that the honeymoon phase and this excitement feels very ideal idealistic. It's exactly what we want it to be. Things are looking up. Things are looking great. Things are getting so exciting. And it's that time that we really wish could last forever. But unfortunately, as reality will have it, the honeymoon stage and that initial excitement doesn't usually last forever. And this doesn't mean that excitement doesn't last forever, right? The thing is that that excitement, the adrenaline and all of that stuff, it can't really be sustained long-term. It's not the type of fuel that will pull you for the long-terms. There are different types of excitement that can go long-term, but it's not going to necessarily look as fresh, as new, as shiny as what it really does in the in the beginning and in the initial excitement that I'm talking about for the most part. So I'm not saying that commitment won't be exciting, right? We're talking about excitement as the initial phases of a situation and those butterflies and those mushy feelings and commitment as the long term. So of course there is excitement in commitment, right? Like we get a job that we're so excited for in the beginning and we're excited because it's new, but then maybe when we when we work that job for four or five months, we are excited because we're getting to do something we love, right? So it's not that newness, it's not that freshness, it's not that adrenaline. It's a different type of excitement that comes along the way, right? So I'm not saying that being committed to something won't have excitement, but what it really is, is that com excitement without commitment is a fleeting emotion. Commitment 
with excitement is is amazing, right? <laughs> like that's what we want, right? But when we have the the opposite of that, which is excitement without commitment, that is going to be fleeting. It's going to go away. It's going to disappear and it's not going to last in the way we want it to. So a little bit about commitment is that commitment is a staying. It's a stillness. It's, it's a decision rooted in the reality of turbulence, right? Because when, when we think of being committed to something, we understand the reality that it's not always going to be smooth. And that's not what we're in it for, or that's not the expectation we have because we know that not to be true. Another thing about commitment is that it knows that the honeymoon phase is over, but still stays. It knows that the honeymoon phase couldn't last forever and it didn't expect the honeymoon phase to do so, right? It's, as I said, it's very realistic. Being committed to something means that you understand that the, the emotions are going to change. It's going to go up and down. Commitment knows that butterflies will die and find joy in other things, right? It's because I'm sure all of you guys can think of many situations in your life that started off with butterflies. Like relationships, I'd say are the first, are the one, right? Like where that person tells you those sweet things and you feel so good. Like those butterflies are fluttering and cloud nine is your home. You have bought land on cloud nine and you could live there forever, but life goes on and doesn't mean that you love the person less. Doesn't mean that, that they don't make you happy, but it's a different way, right? So you might not get butterflies looking at that person every single day, but you find joy in other things, right? We don't need in excitement. We're really fueled by adrenaline, but in commitment we're more so fueled by the knowing of what's happening and an understanding of where we want to be and commitment plants roots in preparation for the storms as i said it's an understanding right to plant roots in preparation for the storms means you know these things are going to happen because you're being realistic with yourself and in being realistic you make assurances to ensure that when those things are going to come you have what it takes to weather, right? So if it's a business and in the beginning things are going so great and amazing, you're making all the money, you understand that there might be down seasons. So you don't take all the profit you made in the beginning and buy yourself a nice car and leave your business at zero so that then when you're not generating income, there's nothing left to sustain you long-term, right? You, you, you lock in with the storm And you prepare for the weather because you know that it exists, right? Like when we see a sunny day outside, the next day, if it's raining, we don't, we don't get sad and think, why is it raining? It was sunny yesterday because you understand that in spring it rains. (laughs) Like these are the things that happen, right? So committing is really knowing that the, where, knowing that the excitement comes and goes. So you don't build on top of the excitement. As I said, let me just read that over again. Commitment knows that excitement comes and goes, so it doesn't build on top of it. Excitement is an emotion that can go on top of the foundation of commitment. If excitement and newness and freshness is the foundation on which you build on, everything you build on top of it will be fleeting because the moment that that foundation of excitement and newness becomes oldness, mundane, and comfort, the foundation crumbles. So everything you built on top of it is no longer going to stand the way it should, right? So 
being committed is understanding this and not basing your foundation on on the fleeting emotions, basing it on what you really want to do and understanding that in the moments that you feel excitement, that's great, right? So if you already have a foundation, for example, and you're building on top of it and your foundation is steady, if you if you take the 10th story and that's excitement, in the moment that that excitement fizzles out, we can remove that 10th story, but everything underneath is not going to crumble because it's not rooted in the excitement. So that's really just the difference between excitement and commitment. And just take a look at your life pretty much and see the places where you're moving in each one. And the question then becomes, how do you move from excitement to commitment, right? Like, because in the beginning, in the honeymoon phases, we feel this excitement. Like, I'm not saying that it's wrong to feel the adrenaline. I'm not saying that it's wrong to get the butterflies. All of that stuff is wonderful and good. And that fuel if added to commitment and understanding what commitment entails can be the beginning of wonderful things, beginning of successes, beginning of lifelong companionship and love, beginning of self-love. It can be the beginning of so many beautiful things, but it's, it's the matter of being realistic with ourselves and understanding how to not just sit in excitement that is not enough fuel to get us the long term if that's where you want to go and move that excitement into the commitment phase so that in the event that the excitement starts to fizzle out you're you fueled up and topped up your tank with what is required to get you the long distance so the four step way to really move from excitement into commitment is that number one know your purpose it's so important to understand what you're meant to do or what your desired outcome is. Don't get so excited in the fluff and in the newness and in the adrenaline or in the accolades that you forget to really lock down what you're doing this for, where you want to go and what your ultimate result is. And knowing your purpose is really building the foundation that I said in the last part that you need so that you don't build on top of excitement. You need to build on top of your purpose and really understand what your intentions are in what you're doing, which is the second one, knowing your intentions. What do you want, right? Like, what do you want this to look like? What we need to have this clear vision and understanding of exactly what it is that you want in a situation. Knowing your purpose, number one, and knowing your intention, number two, will really give you the clarity of vision to be able to, to make it to commitment, right? Because if you don't know your intention, if you don't know what you're in something for, the moment it no longer feels good, you're going to stop because you're just going off of the adrenaline, right? Intentionality means that I know exactly what I want to do. I know where I'm going and I'm going to go there on purpose, so it's not going to be a situation where I don't feel like it, so I'm not going to go. It's going to be, I know this is where I want to go. And I understand that there are going to be roadblocks along the way, but this goal that I have is so important that I'm preparing myself through understanding my purpose to make it to the end of whatever it is our goal is, or to stay committed to see it through to whatever end it is. The third one is knowing your potential. You need to know what you're capable of. You, It's so important to understand what our potential is. And by potential, I mean 
do you truly believe that you can make it to the end, right? Because if you're excited about something and then you know your intentions, but then it gets difficult and you don't feel that you're able to weather those storms, you're not going to be able to weather the storms. Like I always say, if you think something's going to fail, it will absolutely fail because the moment that it gets difficult, you're going to fall into the mindset that it's not going to succeed. So you're not going to do your due diligence to figure out a way that it could. So you need to know your potential. You need to understand what resources are available to you and move in and maximize all of those resources that are available to you. And when I say your potential, it could be your potential to do things on your own. It could be your potential to learn new things. It could be your potential to garner positive relationships with people and use those relationships and well, and take advantage of those relationships and maximize on them to gain the necessary connections for whatever it is, right? Like with business, knowing your potential is stepping into something with full confidence that this is not going to be easy, but I know that if I put my mind to it, I'll succeed. A relationship, same thing. This is not going to be easy, but I know that I have enough love in me, enough patience in me, enough commitment in me to ensure that I will do everything within my power to make this work. And the thing with commitment is that just because you're committed to something doesn't mean that there's no discretion involved, right? There is still something to be said for being committed to something, but having the discretion to say, is this, is this serving me any longer? And if the answer is no, you commit to removing yourself from that situation and committing to things that serve you. Just because it just because it doesn't fizzle out in the way that excitement does doesn't mean that as we continue on a journey and are committed to something, we can't we don't have the right or the ability to determine that it's no longer serving its purpose and walking away from it. And the fourth tip is to move in the confidence of all of this knowledge. So to repeat the knowledge, it's first of all, you need to know your purpose. Second of all, know your intentions, have your intentions ironclad, really understand where you're going. And then third, know your potential. And when you move in the confidence of all three of these things at once, it will help you commit. Because the moment any of them kind of falter, you already, you have this knowledge to fall back on, right? Like when you think of knowing your purpose and what you're meant to do, the moment you get confused or the moment where things don't feel good, you can immediately come back to your purpose and be like, what, what am I doing here? What am I meant to do? What do I feel is right for me? In the moment where you get a little confused as well, you don't know where you're going. You, you see something happening in a way you didn't expect it to you can go back to your intentionality and really hone into it. In those moments where you're doubting yourself or things aren't going as smoothly as you want it to, you hone into your potential. You hone into those resources. You tap into those resources and you use all of these things to move in confidence, right? Because at the end of the day, that's what we need. We need to really know the reason why. Like we don't, we can't commit to things without information, right? Like think about signing a contract. You're not going to commit without really knowing what's happening, without really knowing the intricacies and the ins and outs, knowing what it, what it will cost, knowing what it's worth to you and understanding if this is really what you want to do. So there is, as I said, it's a staying, right? Commitment is a staying and it's also a stillness because 
in the beginning when you're excited, as I said, it's adrenaline and adrenaline is a lot of go, 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 right? It's a lot of heart emojis. It's a lot of loving feelings. It's a lot of excitement. It's a lot of jumping around, but to really commit to something, there has to be a stillness. There has to be a silence. There has to be an internal processing where you quiet out all the noise, you quiet out all the feel good stuff. You quiet out all the, all the praises and accolades that have been boosting your confidence and you really just decide on your own that this is what you want for yourself but there's a beauty in that (laughs) and I'm sure you guys know if you think of the things that you've committed to in life there's a beauty in that stillness and there's a beauty in understanding that even when the crowds fade even when the romance isn't as hot even when I've been doing this for five years. I still feel good in it because it's what I want to do. And I know that, which is the reason why I'm staying. There's a strength in that. And there's a power in that. And there's something that can't be touched in that, you know, where you, you've really gotten to that place of commitment, understanding that this is what I want. And there's like, I'm sure you guys have seen people who are so committed to whatever it is they do. So much so that you can't tell them anything. They're so rooted and so strongly, strongly held and tethered to that thing that they believe in. Even if we don't believe in what they believe in, their commitment, we drink that juice and (laughs) we drink that Kool-Aid and we fall in love with it and we just respect them and have this admiration for that level of discipline, which is really what it requires to commit. So I really hope that that helps you guys. I will be putting those four notes in the, well, the four tips in the show notes so you guys can have another look at it if you'd like. And I'm going to get right into the words to live by for this week, which I'm sure you could guess because I've kind of said it (laughs) over and over again. And it's be realistic with yourself. We do not live in ideals. We do not live in la-la land. Even if for moments we we journey into la-la land and it's such a beautiful, feel-good place, we live in reality. And understanding the reality of situations will help it be so much easier for you to really understand what it takes to do whatever it is you want. And in being realistic with yourself, Take a look at some of the things that you expected to go a certain way and didn't go that way. And really just determine if it's because it wasn't what it's cracked up to be or if you didn't understand what it entailed (laughs) because it could be one of the two. And one of the ways that I found to really help me be realistic on my path is to talk to people. Just as I said in the beginning with regards to the words to live by for last week, talk to some people who are... Wherever you want to be in life, surround yourself with people who are already there because they will be able to give you the unfiltered truth. You want to get married? Speak to some married people. You want to have kids? Speak to some people with kids. You want to start a successful business? Speak to someone who has a successful business because they will be able to tell you, speak to people who are committed. Speak to people who have been doing this thing day in, day out because they will be able to tell you the real unfiltered truth, not the Instagram retweetable, repostable, shareable moments of smiling on a private jet or matching sweaters for a Christmas picture that we see online. People will be able to tell you the truth. 
And being realistic with ourselves will help us save so much time and effort that we would have wasted on doing things in the absolute wrong way because we didn't even have an understanding of what it really took. So this week, speak to someone who you know, who is where you want to be in some regard, and really just get to know the ins and outs. Ask them about the things that you believe are are the direction you need to take. Ask them about the things you believe are important and listen to what they have to say about it. You might be surprised what you hear. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'm seeing your ratings. I'm seeing people listening all over the world. Thank you to all of you guys. I appreciate it so much. Continue to rate, continue to share, continue to leave your comments. Have an amazing week and I'll talk to you next Wednesday. Bye.